thee, O Lord. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Four years before my father died, he became gravely ill. We don't know how it happened or what caused it, but at some point, he developed an anaerobic infection in the pleural cavity, that space around the lungs. And for a couple of weeks, he carried what he thought was just a cold, but it kept getting worse. The cough kept getting worse. And then finally, he became so ill that his doctor advised that he be sent straight to the emergency room. And there he was diagnosed as being septic and very close to death. By the grace of God and the wisdom and skill of the doctors in the ER, they were able to stabilize him and then send him up to an ICU on a ventilator in hopes of keeping him going so that he could heal this infection. I can't tell you the feeling I had when I walked into his hospital room a day after he had been in the ER. The panic that set over me when I saw him on a ventilator with IVs sticking out and all sorts of tubes. And as I looked at his face, wondering if this was it. And in that panic of seeing my father so sick, my prayers instantly became those of a panicked son. God, save my father. Restore him to life. But over the days and even into the weeks that his illness continued, after they'd insert a chest tube and drain the infection only for it to grow back again, I began to realize that I wasn't in control of the situation. Nothing I said or did could help my father other than to be with him. And finally, my prayer became to God, whatever you decide, Lord. I can't say it gave me much comfort in that moment. But later in that day, as so often is the case when one prays, because I believe that prayer may not give you an instant answer, but open your heart and your mind to hear God's word, was the statement, no matter what, he will be okay. As I pondered those words going through my head, I realized that if my father lived, that would be wonderful. He would be okay. And we would enjoy hopefully many more years with him in our lives. And I also realized in that moment, if dad happened to die, while I would grieve his loss, he would be okay. Because my faith tells me he would be with God, free of his illness, free of whatever bound him down and troubled him on this earth. 
and in perfect glory, one with God in life after death. As I reflected on that moment, I realized I'd come to something that I still struggle with to this day, but in this instant began to accept. And that is what we call spiritual surrender. Surrendering our will and our desires and wants to the will of God. This morning we heard beautifully chanted Psalm 23. We're all very familiar with this psalm. The words somehow speak deeply to our souls and it comforts us. And oftentimes you'll hear it read at funerals and also when I go into hospital and visit people there. It is that wonderful psalm that talks about spiritual surrender. The psalmist writes in his first words, the Lord is my shepherd. The imagery of the shepherd is historic in both Judaism and Christianity. It is the great shepherd, King David, as we heard about in this morning's Old Testament, who is called by God to be the new king of Israel. It is this King David who is called as a simple shepherd boy to be the king of Israel, who raises Israel to its greatest height, the great Davidic empire. He is the good king who brought the Ark of the Covenant to home in the temple. It is God in Christ as the good shepherd. That is the image that we use of one who takes care of us, whether it be from above or from all around us, who, like the shepherd of olden days and today, is the one who cares for the flock, who knows each member of the flock by name and by voice, whose members hear and understand and respond to the voice of the shepherd. It is the shepherd who uses his rod not only to guide the flock in the direction to verdant pastures and still waters, but also at night uses it to protect the flock from the nocturnal predators. The psalmist says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leadeth me to green pastures. He brings me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. And he accepts that with God, even though he walks through the valley of the shadow of death, that place of great evil and fear and chaos, God is with him. His rod, his staff comforts him. Over these last weeks, we have, as a country and a world, been overshadowed by the pandemic of the coronavirus. We have watched Wall Street plummet, and we are all beginning to wonder, what can we hold on to? What is safe? What gives us grounding? What will take care of us? Those things which so many of us have held on to as our form of security, we are discovering they really aren't as solid as we believe they were. What the psalmist tells us today is God is where we find security that will protect us, hold us up, and provide for us. 
for surely we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In this time of confusion and loss and insecurity, it is the psalmist who tells us that we are being cared for. Not to worry, God is there. As I conclude my thoughts for this morning, I want to offer a prayer that so many on Facebook have found meaningful. It comes from our Book of Common Prayer. It is called the prayer to be read in the morning by those who are ill and recovering. But it talks to me of spiritual surrendering to God and accepting that which God has for us today. This wonderful prayer is found at the bottom of page 461 of our prayer book. This is another day, O Lord. I know not what it will bring, but make me ready, Lord, for whatever it may be. If I am to stand up, help me to stand bravely. If I am to sit still, help me to sit quietly. If I am to lie low, help me to do it patiently. And if I am to do nothing, let me do it gallantly. Make these words more than words, and give me the spirit of Jesus. Amen. In the Gospel of Luke, Jesus' final words on the cross are, Into thy hands I commend my spirit. The psalmist looks forward to living in the house of God forever. During this time of chaos and concern, let us place our will and our lives in the hand of God. For the Lord is our shepherd, and with God we shall not want. Amen. Amen.